Welcome to Two Brothers Review the Podcast. I'm Reed Turley. Wow. Wait, are we leaving that in? Sure. I'm sorry, I didn't understand. Leave what? I'm Ty Turley. This. Yeah. And today we're going to be talking about West Side Story. Uh, before we get to that, Ty, what is your favorite musical? Oh, <laughs> the form of the question always surprises me. Favorite musical? Yes. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about one that I really enjoyed this year, which was Tick, Tick, Boom, which we're not doing an episode on. But that was pretty good. And, uh, and definitely, and it's shot at Hunter College. Okay. I was in the room. Did I tell you this already? You did. On the podcast already? No. Good. <laughs> when Lin-Manuel Miranda was scouting the location. Fun. Yeah. You saw him. I saw him. I bet you guys had a long chat. Yeah. He really wanted to know my opinion about stuff. <laughs> um, but I thought that I, I was surprised. I thought I was going to be annoyed, but I was mildly annoyed. The best musical ever? I mean, Sound of Music. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, okay. That's the best musical ever. What's the, What do you think is better? My pick is Cabaret. I really like that movie. Oh, I've never even seen it. Missing out. I guess. There's also snapping in that movie. I bet there's snapping in... Most musicals? Sound of Music. You know what I thought, though? Actually, this is true. When I went to see West Side Story and walked out, the first thing I said was, if I was ever famous, I'd remake The Sound of Music. It'd be so good. That's a beloved movie, though. And West Side Story wasn't? No, it is, too. I watched the original for the first time this year. Yeah? I liked it. Okay. Everyone loves it. It won a lot of Oscars. Okay, this one's not going to, is it? You don't think so? I don't know. I bet it's going to win some sound stuff, and maybe? It did have cool sound. I, the sound was nice. You didn't? I thought the cinematography, like the lighting was good. Oh, maybe, yeah. I don't, it's not going to win any acting ones. The girl was good. Oh, the the uh, support. Oh, the, 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 the older sister or the girlfriend, sister in law. Yeah, yeah, she was very good. Actually, thought, I thought both those girls were good. Yeah, the those two were very good. I well, I don't know. The shopkeeper I thought was kind of good too. Although sometimes it just felt like a racial kind of stereotype. I don't know. She played the older sister in the first or the. She's from the original movie. Oh, is she? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Rita Moreno. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I liked her character. It just sometimes... That one slightly verged onto... So no uh, Ansel Elgort? I mean, he wasn't my favorite. <laughs> I, this is as good of a thing that I've seen him do. You love Baby Driver. I love Baby Driver. I thought this was, he was as good in this as he was in Baby Driver. What? I No. For me, no. No, okay. I'm I'm shocked. That's true for you. I thought in my mind, Baby Driver's in your top ten or something. No. Oh, I think you might be thinking of Marin. <laughs> I don't know. Or Kara. I don't know who. Someone in our family. If some of our fans out there that are listening, if it's in your top ten, let us know. And no offense. About what? Loving Baby Driver. <laughs> Wait. Okay. I'm confused. Oh yeah. I mean, I thought this movie did a. Pretty good job modernizing and updating the story. I don't know. Do you? What well, it added that character, right? The it add, that's the biggest change. What character? Uh, the the trans character. They were. It was like played by a tomboy in the original movie. Oh, it was. Yeah, I don't. I haven't watched so the original a, in a long a, time. A girl that they wouldn't let into the jets. Oh, okay. 
who, I mean, so it's like not obviously trans, but a yeah. pr- pretty close stand in. Okay. And, and, uh, and the, I don't know, was it like more swearing in this version? I don't remember. What was the main difference in your mind? Of the modernization? Yeah, between the two movies. Uh, I think using Latino actors for all of the Sharks characters. Um, I mean, I think using more Spanish. Yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, yeah. It was very striking that he didn't translate the Spanish. Yeah. I kind of liked it. Well, just... I mean, it's all in... You get the context totally, even if you don't speak Spanish. And if you're in the showing I was in... An old man two rows behind me was translating it for everybody. Oh, good. So loud. Ugh. It's for a little, little right. frustrating. Really happy to be back in the theaters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked, I liked the... I, I actually really liked the acting, uh, I forgot to say this, but of the guy, the boxer, the leader of the sharks. Yeah. I thought he was great. And then, I mean, the music's amazing. And I think they found, you know, different and interesting places to stage the dance numbers and i feel like there wasn't so much i don't know i felt like not as much dancing as i remembered in the original i think the op- i mean the opening number they're dancing through the streets kind of and the, um, the america they're dancing yeah okay i don't know i just feel like some of the other ones are just sort of standing to like the the love songs between the two there's a little bit of movement on like that balcony or when they're in the, I don't know what that underground area was, but it's a lot of them just sort of standing and singing together. Yeah. Did you have a musical number that you liked the most? Oh, I mean, I love a lot of the music. I love, uh, I love, I can't remember. The, I can, I'm wanting to sing it right now, but I don't really want to sing it. But I guess we're. Well, yeah, you, I mean, we all under 15 seconds and we can use it. <laughs> right. That's what we're doing. Uh, America. I love that song. It's really fun in it. Um, yeah, I thought it, I thought it built, I definitely felt like there was an emotional moment towards the end when the shopkeeper's singing, but you, but it's cutting in between all the characters. Uh, I liked that moment. Yeah. I mean, I think the one that I liked is the, uh, Officer Krupke, the what the Jets do in the police station. It was like Newsies, wasn't it? Yeah, but they're just like this interesting thing where like they each they take on different personas in each verse, and they're moving that kid through the justice system, and it's a I don't know a commentary on how society fails these people. Is it? I think so. I thought it's like saying no. I thought it's saying there's always an excuse. You can always find a reason. People do what they do. But like the judge passes them off to a psychologist. Psychologists pass them off to something else. Like they're just like, no one can help them. Okay. And no one wants to deal with the problem. Uh, okay. I don't know if I got that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I was, I was just there for a good time, Reed. Me too. I, and I had it. I thought before I went, I was like, why would someone redo this movie? And why would Spielberg redo this movie? But by the end, I don't know, it was, it was very clear, right, that he's making it for this moment in time to say that we should be more open as a society towards immigrants, less, you know, it's, it's, it felt like a very strong riposte to the current moment of xenophobia and being scared of immigrants and vilifying them. 
Did you feel like that? Like for me, it was like, okay, I think Steven Spielberg did a good job of, of that. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely the vibe. They talk about people taking over their streets that they don't like. And you know, it's everything's racial, the tension. Yeah. I think this movie is just a little, it's just so frustrating because at the end, I don't know. They don't, it doesn't work out. <laughs> and I knew it wasn't going to, but I was like, just let him get away. <laughs> I was buying popcorn before this movie. And uh, the, the guy selling me the popcorn at the movie theater was super chatty. So he's like, oh, what do you think? What are you going to see? What do you see? Oh, hearing good things about that one. I was like, yeah, well, it's hard when you've, you know, you know the story. You've seen it before. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, it's really sad when the guy dies at the end. <laughs> he said that to me when I was buying popcorn at the end. And I was like, well, if I didn't remember that, you just spoiled it. I think movie theater employees should not be allowed to spoil they movies. They should not give spoilers out. It was very funny. <laughs> Too chatty. It's tough because I feel like it is just a well-made movie. And I don't know. It's hard to maybe hard to find things to talk about. Did you find the lighting was... I mean, it, it was extremely Hollywood, right? It was extreme. Uh, there's a name for that. Cinematic realism. Extreme. It's got a Hollywood aesthetic. The lighting doesn't look real. They look lit, you know? Yeah, very stylized. I feel like. Very stylized. You notice it in the salt fight, like the salt plant fight, where their shadows are just crisscrossing across the floor. Yeah. It's like you, you would never get that light, light like that naturally. <laughs> no. But it looks really cool. The thing that struck me, I mean, I thought it was well made, but the thing that struck me, the other thing I said after I walked out was, would she just forgive him that fast? Because he killed her. It just, it seemed crazy this time watching it. Well, the whole timeline is, I mean, that fight was the day after they met. They went on one afternoon date. I mean, the Cloisters, it's a lovely date. If you're ever in New York City. It, wor- it works, huh? <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, it just, I mean, obviously we have to suspend our disbelief and that's a common thing in musicals, whatever, whatever. But like, it just really hit me hard this time where I was like, I don't believe that at all. Do you think as you get older, you're just like more cynical? I don't know. The the romance in me has died. <laughs> Sorry. Well, me too. It's hard. It's unbelieving. It's not believable. I'm only a little older than you. Jeez. Or which one of us is older? Hard to say. Do our viewers even know? Listeners. <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> uh, all right, Ty. What else did you like or dislike about this movie? Oh, I mean, I didn't love Ansel Elgort's acting, but I thought they had pretty good chemistry. I don't know. Like, I thought or maybe it was mostly coming from her, but I thought she was charming and she just was kind of funny. Like, she had a little bit of a sass that I liked. She was... I thought very good. So small, right? She's a very small person. Yeah. Just tiny. Or And he's tall. It's a, it was a weird dynamic. He was like a foot taller than her. More than a foot. Yeah. Two. Two feet. Two feet. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe not that extreme. Four, five, and six, five? Who knows? <laughs> Hard to say. Uh, all right, Ty, what are you going to rate West Side Story out of five? Uh, I'm torn on this one because I think people should see it because of that message. And I think it's a good message. Uh, I guess I'll give it a four. Sad. I'm going to give it a five. Oh, I thought it was very good. I really liked, I don't know, the songs. I mean, they didn't get written for this movie, but they're so catchy. They stay with you. Yeah. 
I don't know. You ever just like, da 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 da, America? <laughs> Were you singing along? No. Oh. <laughs> I have theater etiquette. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, all right. What else do you want to recommend for our listeners? Well, I watched a movie a little bit ago called The Voyeurs. Did you watch that one? I didn't. I saw the trailer. It was it was pretty good, and it's definitely stayed with me. It's got a it's got a good twist ending, which I love. Obviously, everyone loves a twist ending. Okay, and it's got the actor actor who's um, the daughter in White Lotus is the wife. Oh sure, and I think she's very good in it. Okay, and she's way less annoying than her White Lotus character. Not a commentary on white privilege. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> it is actually well. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone's everyone's white in it, which might be its own commentary on white privilege. Okay. I actually can't remember if everyone's white in it. But yeah, I, I think it's worth watching. Nice. Uh, for me, I'm going to recommend a show that I found on Prime that I didn't know until we talked about that you also really like, but it's Endeavor about police inspector in, in Oxford in the 60s, and it just follows. He's like, I mean, it's, I don't know. Is it a Sherlock Holmes-esque? He's like very smart and he doesn't like notice little things, but. Well, he, he failed out of Oxford and so he is smart. And, but often the thing that the clue or the key to solving the mystery is some combination of him talking to a professor at Oxford, some ancient connection. You have to be like. And he just cares. He just keeps, he keeps working at things. Like he doesn't take an easy answer ever. Yeah. I love Endeavor. I've 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 been to the pubs where they go. Like when I'm in Oxford, I find the pubs because I love the show so much. Awesome. Yeah, it's very good. I think fun mysteries and there's some like longer, like through line stories. But yeah, it's like a procedural, but with uh, interesting season arcs and and every episode is an hour and a half. So it's like watching a movie, which is a little rough. But once you get past that shock, it's good. But then you're like, how do they do that? How do they shoot that much? Well, they also only do like four episodes a season. <laughs> and the seasons are like every two years. It's a lot uh, of British, British TV. It's a lot of work. And it's top quality. Yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Brothers Review the Podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty. Turley. Yeah. Well. <laughs>